how do we get into this? I've forgotten. It's been too long. How long has it been since how we recorded? We, what's a podcast? Uh, Who's hair? Henry <laughs> Porter. Sure. Fine. What's the, where am I? <laughs> where am how did I? I get here? Why is this the place that I am in my life right now? I don't know. I think like, you know, people would hope that, you know, we were just like slaying it on the career side like two <laughs> career gals out in this world and here we are With i'm this... unemployed no i'm just gonna be in school forever we're gonna be in school forever and we're doing a weird podcast about <laughs> harry potter so you know what this is where our life is and i'm excited about it you know we really love you it ain't our place to judge you your feelings get about it naturally there's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hey everyone, before we get started today, we did just want to let you know that today one of the stories that's being read does include some sexually explicit content. Yeah, so if you are not interested in listening to that, uh, stop listening after the first story. Mom, please. Mom, definitely. Grandma, don't. Just stop. Just stop after the first one. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. Welcome to episode four. Four. I almost said three. I was going to say three. We did episode three. I know, but... You um, told me an interesting story. You told me two interesting stories. I did. And I hear tell through the grapevine that I get two interesting stories back. Yes, you do. I was so jealous of you telling me two that I thought I would tell you two. Which is awesome because it gives me the chance to get right back up that points board. I have a feeling it's not going to go well for you. (laughs) That's not fair. You're doing this to me on purpose. Look, I'm just choosing stories that speak to me. And if they speak to me through classic misdirection, (laughs) whose fault is that? Um, Yours. What 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 do you got for me today? All right, I got two fix for you today. This first one, <clears throat> this first one is uh, it's good, it's great. <laughs> You're gonna love it. I'm ready. You're going to love it. It is called kiss bracelets. I'm already really happy. What's the genre? The genre is romance and humor. You've got three main character pairing: Ginny and Hermione. Great. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going for Great. it. Great. Um <laughs> They're bracelets. And if Ginny and Hermione are bracelets. No. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Okay. Ginny and Hermione are they put on bracelets. Um and they can't remove the bracelets. Unless they make out. <laughs> yes, thank you. That is great. It's beautiful. Wait, was that two or three? I don't know. I'm going to say that was two. I get one more. Okay, fine. Give me another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the setting? Yes. Is? Fine. The burrow. Okay. 
There we go. There were my three extremely specific great predictions. Yes. They're great. They're all right. They are correct. Let's just we'll just skip the story and say that that was it. That good? Yeah. No. We're going to read this. Kiss bracelets. A new fad started at Hogwarts. Kiss bracelets. Yes, they're bracelets. Yes, the girls wear them, and if a boy broke one off the girl's wrist, they had to kiss. Oh my god, no, this is just like jellies. (laughs) (laughs) This is some 90s shit right here. Is this a thing? See, I read this and I wasn't sure if this was a thing or not. I think I think that it was. I think that if you you like wore jellies and every color meant a different thing and if it broke, oh, then you had to do the thing. Is how I remember. Oh god. Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> we were so... disgusting children. Uh, jellies? Jellies. It was a sheltered child. Up. Don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Some muggle-born students started it at the beginning of the year. They knew because they were, yeah, okay, no, I'm on board. I buy it. I buy it. All the girls had some. All of them? All of them. Every, Millicent Bolstrode was walking around. Every girl. Every girl. Eloise Midgen. She was just hoping Let's to get just some start attention. Naming some. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Some you don't know who Eloise Midgen is? <laughs> yeah, I do. For those of you that don't know, Eloise Midgen was a Hufflepuff student who had really bad acne. Thank you for that uh, canon <laughs> lesson. <laughs> like, I can't help it. It just comes out of me. Even the youngest Weasley had some. Ginny? Yeah. <laughs> Ginny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was always thinking, which boy would break hers? Okay, wait, do they break them on purpose? Like they walk up and they they, just like break it and they're like. Yeah, I think that's uh, the implication. Yeah. Make out with me now that I did this. Yeah, and then they had to make out with them is what this said. (laughs) Is it, are they magically enchanted like that then? I don't Or is it just like, because I think if Muggleborns introduced it, they're probably not magically They're probably not, but they could be. Yeah. Shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, that would be real bad. I'm I'm thinking the Hogwarts professors would like shut that down yeah, like, real no, this, quick. This, this isn't a thing that I'm surprised they let this happen, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it flew under their radar if it was so non-magical. Oh, it's like not a magically just, binding contract. They just didn't notice that the girls all suddenly had like a arm full of weird bracelets and were making out everywhere. Okay. Look, you gotta get ready. Okay, there's a difference between having like one and being like, I hope Harry Potter breaks my bracelet. every boy kisses me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm excited to see how this develops. Oh, oh, giving too much away, maybe. No, I'm not. Um, She was always thinking, which boy would break hers? She wanted it to be Harry. Duh. Well, kinda. Okay, not really. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Did you get me some Draco and Ginny shit right here? You did. I see it in your face. Damn it. I almost said that as my prediction, too. I like how the author goes in and was like, she wanted it to be Harry. No, just kidding. She totally didn't. In like yeah. two sentences. <laughs> it's there to be like, that? people think that I should be into Harry. No one thinks that, Jenny. No one cares what you think. (laughs) No one likes you. Jenny, get back in your box. (laughs) 
Okay, not really. She hadn't liked him since her first year. Ginny was in her sixth year at Hogwarts and quite the beauty. Is that fine? <laughs> fine with that? Yeah. Yeah. And that, it's a good point to make. Mm. I was worried, personally. That, that she was in her first year? No, that she was ugly. Oh. <laughs> she definitely is. This is just making some shit up. I don't know where all this Ginny hate is coming from, to be honest. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Steve Cloves. Steve Cloves. Her red hair had died down to a deep auburn color, and her freckles were cute, not blotchy. But she knew Harry wasn't going to break her bracelet. He had already broken about 80 of Hermione's. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I like, okay, okay. I like that Hermione had 80 bracelets. Every girl has them. Place. Every girl. <laughs> An armful. Every morning you get to put on your armful of bracelets. <laughs> and then you apply your chapstick. <laughs> then you're ready for school. Oh, man. Hermione, get it, girl. Harry? <laughs> no, I don't support that. I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to clarify that I do not support... Any Harry Hermione nonsense <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, except right now. Right now. All right, all right. Ginny <laughs> sighed. She looked out over the lake. The sun was setting, and the lake was a shimmering mirror. I better be heading in, she said to herself. As she was making her way back up to the castle, she heard a voice. Ho! Ginny. There's an apostrophe in the middle of Ginny. <laughs> Just so you know. Oh! <laughs> oh, Ginny. Ilya, come here and help me. It was Hagrid beckoning her to his garden. Oh! She smiled warmly and marched over to help. Yeah, that's how Hagrid talks. Oh, <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, he perfect. Talks like, he talks like a Star Wars character inserting apostrophes at random. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some slashes and tildes to indicate a passage of time. Ginny sniffled. She blew on her singed fingers. Damn, blast ended swerts. Yeah, swerts. <laughs> she cursed mentally. She wasn't watching where she was going. The next thing she knew, she was on the ground. Well, weasel, why are you out so late? You're supposed to be in your dorm asleep. A deep voice cooed with a cruel laugh. Oh, <laughs> oh that's spicy. <laughs> I like, I, I just got to like interject real quick. Uh -huh. I love your Draco Malfoy voice. It's Thank you. the greatest Thank thing you. ever. Thank you. I work really hard on it. I practice it all the time. Just at home. To myself. <laughs> I like, okay, I'm wondering if he knocked her over and somehow the bracelet has broken that way and then something has to happen from there uh -huh. or if we're going to get, oh, just keep reading me Yeah, the come on, Sequoia, the text. Just, <laughs> <laughs> the text. Ginny uh. glared up. Oh, shut it, Malfoy. I was helping Hagrid, she argued and attempted to stand. 
Malfoy grabbed her wrist and pulled her in his arms. She looked at him with surprise. Ginny was staring Malfoy in the eyes. His blonde hair fell into his face and his steel-gray eyes looking over her. Malfoy, let me go, Ginny stuttered and began to struggle. (laughs) So out of breath. Oh, oh, dear. Let me go. Don't touch me there. (laughs) But he had a very tight grip on her wrist and waist. She pulled her arm away with a force she never knew she had. She never knew and... Malfoy blinked as he heard a pop sound and a tap of something hitting the ground. Ginny blushed and blinked as her and Malfoy both looked down at the sparkly pink bracelet. Ooh, it's sparkly and pink. It's so pretty. (laughs) It's so fancy. I have no idea what these bracelets look like. Were they like jellies, like the shoes? Yeah, so sparkly and plastic That is a valid jellies thing. Okay. I feel like they've already established that like Draco is like a weasel, right? Yeah. So there's got to be some kind of like enchantment on these to like make this make this a done deal. Sequoia. The text. The text. (laughs) Ginny coughed and took advantage of the moment to move away from Malfoy. Weasley, you wear those? He asked, pointing from it to her. She blushed darker and took a step back. Well. It's only a fad. Who cares? I don't. I'm just following. Wow. Classic Ginny. What a damn follower. Always always a follower. <laughs> never never a, a leader. Never a leader. Never a, f- never a fucking badass. Yeah, she doesn't do anything ever. <laughs> Nothing interesting. She I'm just, just a follower. <laughs> I'm just following, she rambled. Malfoy stepped forward and wrapped his arms around Ginny. Malfoy, what are you... He had stopped her question with his Uh, lips. (laughs) (laughs) Ginny backed her head, but after a second, fell into it. (laughs) Malfoy was surprised she had gathered the courage to kiss back. Okay, so... Yeah? Was he trying to, like, be, I don't know, gross her out? And then he's like, oh, well, she's kissing me back now. I guess that's cool. I guess we're just making out. I guess that's fine. Maybe. Who knows? We have been told that she's pretty. Oh, she is very pretty now. Yeah, that's correct. So now that she's pretty, I, I think he's down. Yeah, you think? Yeah. All right, all right. Um, They broke apart, panting. Ginny was flushed and leaned against a pillar for support. Why? Why did you do that? She whispered, clutching her chest. Because of your dumb little brain. Because attention. Because uh... <laughs> he did. <laughs> Author's note. Not her breast, you prat. Get your mind out of the gutter. Thanks, author. Yep. She's not there for us. her own boob. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. (laughs) Malfoy smiled a unique smile that was more meaningful than just smart asses smirk or grin. That's a lot to unpack. (laughs) I I honestly don't know what that means. It means that usually he smiles at her like a dick. (laughs) 
but it and, was like and now he's little, smiling now like, he's smiling at her like a dick but also like like yeah we just made girl. out <laughs> all right all right all right i guess i get what you know that yeah, okay. you know that smile okay um because i broke the bracelet so we kissed am i wrong he asked leaning mm-hmm. in on her again um no you were quite right in fact jenny said smiling up at him seeing oh. how he towered over her by one foot or more how short is she she's tiny she's like she's actually a half self <laughs> the whole she's like time three feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> malfoy grinned and wrapped his arms around her waist he leaned in and rested his head on her shoulder this feels so nice. Like I should be doing this, Malfoy thought. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Malfoy thought and sniffed Ginny's hair. Oh no! <laughs> Coconuts. <laughs> oh my god! Ginny stood there shocked again. Malfoy was holding her softly and sniffing. Coconuts. <laughs> I like how she's like, huh, this is strange. And not like, whoa, why are you really fucking strange? (laughs) Yeah. Like this is, this is not just like vaguely out of the ordinary. This is a like, (laughs) (laughs) a character shift to like major creep. Yeah. Just instantly. Well, he was always creepy. Although yeah, sniffing is not exactly no. in character. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm, yes, I would say not in character. Nope. <laughs> Malfoy was holding her softly and was sniffing. Wait, stop, pause, rewind. Sniffing? <laughs> <laughs> is that Ginny? Is that in Ginny's head we're supposed yeah, to get? Okay. Yeah, that's Ginny's head. Okay. Sniffing? Was he crying? No, Malfoy wouldn't cry, would he? Could he? Wow. No, Jenny, he's not. No. He's not crying. He's, he's not just crying. smelling you in a way know. that sounds like crying. I don't know. I actually don't know if I can if I can be critical of her for thinking he was crying. Right. Because everything that is happening is just like so not plausible that like, like what is he what? doing? Yeah, maybe he is crying. <laughs> Malfoy pulled back and kissed her again. Ginny melted into the kisses like fire. They burned, (laughs) she thought. This kiss lasted much longer than the last one. And by the time Malfoy pulled away, Ginny was almost blue in the face. Author's note from lack of oxygen. (laughs) Thank you again, A.N., for this insight. (laughs) Why else would she be... You know, when you're making out and you just like turn turn a little blue. (laughs) Weasley, 10 points taken from Gryffindor, Malfoy snorted and pecked Ginny's cheek before letting her loose. He stalked away in pride. Yeah, he kissed her and then he took points from Slytherin. You're from, confused. I mean, from, from Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Book five wasn't out, but I guess people just assumed he would be a prefect. Yeah. I also was. Because I, I what other Slytherin guys are there? Yeah. Is it Greg? Greg's be... not going to be the prefect. <laughs> can tell you that. Greg is no one. Ginny blinked, then her face turned red with anger. How dare you, you prick? Ah, uh, I hate you, she wailed. <laughs> 
prefects aren't actually canonically allowed to take away points. They aren't? No. Percy threatens to at one point, but he's just wrong or oh. being an asshole. Or he's just it was being it was um, Umbridge's inquisitorial squad that could take away points. Because remember that was like an extra power right. they got. Okay. And yeah. used to take away points just from Gryffindor. Can well it? what a dick though. Yeah. That's such a dick move. In this world where he can take points away. I hate you, she wailed, moving her arms fast in protest. Just kind of (laughs) (laughs) circling them, flapping them. What do you think? Do you think she's like flailing them in like a circular motion or more of a flapping motion? I think, you know, like, you know, when you, uh, your arms go back and forth, like you're running. Oh, she's doing (laughs) a running motion. Yeah. Yeah. Just that. All right. Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) Malfoy turned, winked smiled and continued on his way. Ginny huffed and mumbled something about Malfoy being a ferret-faced git and how cruel he is to take points from her house, even though he knew she was helping Hagrid. Yeah, she muttered just a little something. (laughs) Something to that effect. (laughs) Uh, He has to be head boy this year? Of course he does. Just to ruin my life, she yelled and stomped back to Gryffindor Tower. She yelled aloud (laughs) to no one. Yeah, Yeah, she was moving her arms real quick and just going and just screaming. (laughs) Ginny, why is this the way you are? She's so pretty, though. And then we get some more tildes and slashes to indicate a time lapse. Ginny climbed into bed. She rotated to lie on her side. Her face was pulled deep into thought about Malfoy. Why would he do such a thing? Even if he did break the bracelet, kissing me was not an option. Ginny blushed furiously and closed her eyes. Must sleep. Need sleep, she thought, before dreams took over. Those dreams consisting of Malfoy, of course. And then that's the end. (laughs) What's up? Got some thoughts? Comments? Uh, <laughs> Concerns? Uh, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> um, why would you... Okay. Yes. If you are going around with your little bracelet thing mm-hmm. and anybody who breaks it just gets to make out with you, mm-hmm. like how can you then be outraged when that someone that's what does happened? That? Yeah, right? Well, she was into it until he took the points away. <laughs> she was like, wait a second. Yeah. And then she was, and then she was like, "No, you making out with me is unacceptable." Yeah, like she wasn't even like, "Oh," she was like, "Oh, the house points." But then she's like, "No, but you shouldn't have made out with me at all." Now that that <laughs> happened, yes, yes, <sighs> I found you a Ginny slash Draco. I love that stuff. Really, that's when you like Ginny Stra- slash Draco. That's a great pairing. Why? Because what it's is good stupid. about it? <laughs> Get back in your box, Ginny. Get out of here. <laughs> oh. Well, none of my predictions were right. My, um, the the bracelet one was really close. Not really. You said they would be wearing bracelets and the only way they could get them off was to kiss. And it was kind of the opposite of that. Okay. Close. <laughs> I would Honestly, I would give you half a point. You got half of the main pairing correct. Thank you. Okay, so you are at 1.5 points. What are you at, three? You. Check it. I'm catching up. No. Yeah, I am. Yes, I am. I have a whole other three possible points coming up right here. Yes, you do. Get at me. Okay, so this one's from Archive of Our Own. Okay, yeah. 
because remember I told you I was finding something gross, so obviously I went to. You had to go to archive of our own. Yeah. Yep. This one um, doesn't have genre tags. Um, oh. Uh, unfortunately, I can give you. I guess can there's one that's kind of a genre, genre? tag. Um, yeah, this is a genre tag. Fine. So the the um, the title is precious, and precious. I'm going to say that the genre tag is erotica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I made what this would you for have you. Done for me? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm gonna guess that one of the main characters is Hermione. Okay. I'm going to say that this takes place during their seventh year. Fine. And I'm going to say that. Oh no. I don't even know. I don't even know how to. <laughs> Things. So, <laughs> so frustrated. So <laughs> Classic misdirection. Oh, no. You're gonna love this when I read it to you because okay. it's it's too beautiful for this world. <laughs> okay. Um, my third prediction is that there's gonna be some sexy times taking place in the owlry. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't even. Excellent. I don't know how to do predictions All right. on this. Good. Stuff. Perfect. Great. You know, some of these, it's just impossible to know where these things are going. Like sometimes you read the summary and you're like, I have no idea what I'm about to read. And then you read it and you're like, oh my God, I'm not okay. I need an adult. Send help. This is precious. He's been doing it for years. It started when Cormac was 14. Oh, my God. So I'm jumping in here just in case you've forgotten. Um, Cormac McLoggin is a Gryffindor student. He uh, is the year above Harry and the rest of the trio. He's featured um, pretty prominently in uh, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. He's kind of a brash, idiotic, narcissistic character who competes with Ron for Hermione's attention and the keeper position. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's most notably remembered for Quidditch tryouts, mm -hmm. where Harry is scared that he's going to beat Ron mm -hmm. onto the team, and Hermione confunds him <laughs> so that he doesn't get onto the Quidditch team. And um, being Hermione's date to the Slug Club Christmas party. Where she spends a lot of it either making out with him or avoiding him. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One night after watching the Gryffindor Quidditch team practice late into the night, he had snuck into the broom shed and hidden in a corner as he watched the players mount their brooms against the wall. After the entire team had left, he had emerged from the corner and walked over to the brooms. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> He'd always wanted to be on the Quidditch team, but no, they didn't have any spots. There wasn't any room. He wasn't good enough. Gritting his teeth, Cormac reached out and caressed the first broom in his line of sight. A shooting star. A school broom. Licking his lips, Cormac unhooked the broom. <laughs> Why? Why already? Why already? Okay. Cormac unhooked the broom and clutched it tightly against his body. Inhaling deeply, Cormac felt a shudder course through his body as this musky scent of wood and sweat invaded his senses. 
OK, yeah, sure. He's just standing in the broom shed, uh, just, like, sniffing the caressing some brooms. <laughs> sniffing the like centuries old sc- school brooms. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> and that's when it happened. He was a healthy 14 year old after <laughs> all. Just getting some wood, smelling some wood. <laughs> that's good. I mean, like, yeah, like that. That's yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> Clever. He was a healthy 14 year old after all. These things were perfectly natural. Yeah, sure. Is it? Just sm- smelling the sweat of students' past. <laughs> Cormac knew that he needed to return to the school as soon as possible, but first, he had to do something about his erection. <laughs> I like this logical, sensible. Is it? You can't just like tuck it. You can't go back to the school. Gotta do something. Guess I'll just about this. Guess I'll just. And that was when the ritual began. What the ritual? The ritual. <laughs> Okay, so this is the thing he does all the time now. Is he just goes and he goes and touches some brooms and then Yup. Alright. Yup. Okay. Up until his final year at Hogwarts, Cormac would go down to the broom shed at least once a week, select a different model every time, and then enjoy a little personal time between himself and the brooms. What what? What is happening? He's got a he's got a perfectly normal Healthy, healthy broom fetish. <laughs> I like that he picks a new one every time. Yeah. Too. Well, here's the thing. Um, like, how many how many brooms are there? The way There's he calculated ton. it, he could get through all the brooms at least twice by the time he left school. See, logical. <laughs> it's calculated. It? <laughs> like, okay, there's. There's this many brooms at school. I come down here once a week. I come down here once a week. I can fondle. Yep, that's the word I would use. <laughs> I hate that that was, I hate that I just, just continue. <laughs> After a while, though, even just wanking off on the brooms got to be a little boring. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> this isn't enough to satisfy right. my sexual urges. <laughs> And that was when Cormac decided to start experimenting. Oh, no. <laughs> needless to say. I love this sentence. That sentence that starts needless to say <laughs> right after that is not going. <laughs> needless to say. Needless to say. The comets were by far the most pleasing of broom models. Why is that needless to say, though? <laughs> because... The handles were very wide and perfect for penetration. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I know you said you would find something disgusting for me, and I feel like... <laughs> I feel this like one, this, this... This thing, I love this fix so much. I love it. But there was one broom that Cormac had never even so much as laid a hand on. The broom. The one broom... To rule them all. Firebolt. The firebolt. Yep. <laughs> Harry Potter's precious broom. Oh my god. No. Harry kisses. No. Wait. Ah. <laughs> yeah. What? What up? What up? 
<laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> a moan tumbled from Cormac's lips as though he as he thought about the smooth texture of the firebolt, the way it turned so gracefully in the sky, the way its bristles were always trimmed and neat. With a cry, Cormac came all over <laughs> Weasley's clean sweep seven. <laughs> Boy, you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> oh my god. He's, he's masturbating onto this broom, thinking about another broom. It's like it's a whole nother level. <laughs> oh my god. Breathing heavily, he tucked himself back into his trousers and walked quickly from the shed. He never cleaned up afterwards. Ew! Just heinous. Just heinous. People handle those on the reg. Yep. How would someone not be like, what's this white sticky stuff all over my broom? I guess there's just a sap leak. (laughs) (laughs) Sap white? Hmm. Like, I feel like, especially after a couple of years, somebody's like, this, there is something This is the here. I mean, he's only doing it to, like, one broom a week. You might not notice That's, it. I do. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, oh, there's this weird debris that accumulates on some brooms every once in a while. I like how that's like a specificity of the story, though. Yeah, that he doesn't clean up. That he doesn't clean up. They needed you to know that about Cormac. He doesn't clean up. He wouldn't. He wouldn't, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess totally. I, I totally in, by that fucking character, in character is. <laughs> is anything. <laughs> Continue. <sighs> As Cormac walked back up towards the castle, constantly on the lookout for Filch or Snape prowling in the corridors, he began to think more and more about the firebolt. Merlin, what he wouldn't do to just touch it. Potter didn't keep the broom in the shed, though, and Cormac Mm. did not blame him one bit. (laughs) Because he's going to masturbate on it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Harry knows. Yeah. Well, you, you would hope that he would tell the Weasleys. Like, don't yeah, keep so. your brooms in the shed. <laughs> Someone is jizzing all over them all the time. They're not cleaning up. <laughs> A firebolt needed to be coddled and worshipped, revered and honored, not mm. stuck in some smelly old shed that could catch fire at any moment. That's why I don't keep my broom in the shed. Do you think that's his that's exit strategy? Specific. Like if someone ever is like, what's all this white stuff? He just lights the shed on fire. <laughs> it just caught fire. It could catch fire at any time. Any guys. moment. It's full at of any wood. <laughs> Fuck. He was hard again. Clenching and unclenching his fists, Cormac all but ran up to Gryffindor Tower. He gasped out the password to the fat lady and burst into the empty common room before stumbling up the stairs to the seventh year's dormitory. On the sixth floor, however, he stopped dead in his tracks. It was Potter's room. He knew. Oh, don't do it. Potter. Don't do it. Kept the firebolt somewhere safe inside. But where? Cormac hadn't a clue. Most likely in his trunk or under his bed. He glanced quickly at his watch. It was just after 2 a.m. His cock gave another pulse at the thought. 
Someone wrote this. Yeah, and I read it, and now I'm reading it to you. I thought this needed to be shared with like way more people than have read it. I don't know how many people have read it. I'm curious, actually. This has 15 hits on Archive of Our Own. Only like, 15? No one is actively searching for Cormac McLaggen slash every broom, right? <laughs> like That's not like a, in the drop-down menu. Right? There's no everyone, selection for every everyone broom. Everyone needs to read this because I'm pretty sure this is canon. <laughs> it's my canon now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I want to know if he's going to go in there. His cock gave another pulse at the thought of finally, finally being able to touch Potter's broom. And with his mind made up, Cormac pushed open the heavy door and crept quietly into the pitch black room. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> He's got no chill. You are crossing a line. He cannot handle himself. <laughs> yeah, the definition of no chill. He's gonna go for it. <laughs> He made not a sound as he slowly worked his way across the room. When his eyes gradually adjusted to the darkness, Cormac could see that some light was peeking through the windows, and he was able to make out a trunk sitting at the foot of a bed with the initials H.P. on it. Grinning madly, he practically sprinted towards the bed and landed on his knees with a soft thud when he reached the trunk. Cormac wasn't surprised that there wasn't a locking charm or some other anti-theft device on Potter's trunk. He was Gryffindor through and through, and for some unknown reason, he seemed to actually trust his doormates. You know what? Harry's not going around being like, man, if I don't lock my trunk, somebody's coming <laughs> come here and masturbate my room. I mean, just boarding school things? Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what boarding school's like. <laughs> the fool, Cormac thought. <laughs> Shaking his head sadly. Didn't he know that any one of his supposed friends could steal the firebolt at any moment? Didn't he know that I've been trying for years <laughs> to, just to just borrow it for like three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> With a snort of disgust, Cormac began to rifle through the endless amounts of mismatched socks, softcore porn, and spare bits of parchment in the trunk. Those are the three necessities of life. Also, I feel like he's making a lot of noise. Like, <laughs> yeah, it might be like two o'clock in the morning. Rifling through the trunk really loudly and then judging Harry for having porn in his trunk. Yeah, like, no, oh, look at this. I just left my jizz all over the <laughs> Weasley's broom and the broom thing. But he found no broom. But Cormac wasn't thwarted by any means. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> it just meant that the firebolt was elsewhere in the room. He searched under the bed. But after finding only mothballs and more porn, honestly, Jeez, Harry. did the boy do nothing but wank? Thought Cormac. Cormac, you... He only does it once a week in the okay. broom shed. Right. So it's okay. So it's okay. So it's okay for him to judge Harry <laughs> for having a surprising amount of pornography. Harry doesn't have that much porn yeah, sitting around. Yeah, probably just like one like tiny picture that's kind of like grainy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That is like hidden under something inside something in a like <laughs> where no one could ever find it because he'd be like, ooh. 
Harry's like, what? <laughs> That's the noise Harry makes when people find his porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that we've gone on that tangent, continue. Um, Cormac began to scan the walls. And that's when he saw it. Bathed in the moonlight, Potter's firebolt stood propped in a corner. It was Cormac, just out in the yeah, open. No, it Cormac was just like, let me search through all this shit. He's just sitting there. Potter's firebolt stood propped in a corner. Cormac exhaled through his nose and rose shakily from the floor. This was what he had come here for. This was what he'd been dreaming of for the past few years. He couldn't prevent a quiet moan from escaping his throat when he finally touched the smooth wood of the broom. I like how, like it was like, oh, gotta get him off a little quiet moan after I've just loudly <laughs> shuffled through every one of Harry's possessions. <laughs> rubble, 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 rubble. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. But luckily, none of the other boys in the room so much as stirred. Fine. <laughs> Although the rumpling might have, I, you know, I would think that. Especially at, like, or at when the he's foot like of my bed. crawling around underneath Harry's yeah. bed. Yeah, wait, nope. Anyway. <laughs> Cormac picked up the firebolt and weighed it in his hands before putting the handle underneath his nose and inhaling deeply. His eyes rolled in the back of his head. Oh, God. It's too much. Too much. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Throwing a cautionary glance over his shoulder, Cormac ripped open his trousers, pulled out his cock, and began to wank while he continued to caress the broom and fondle its bristles. You know, maybe if you do share a room with six boys for, for six years, You learn to maybe... just ignore the sounds of masturbation. masturbation? Yeah. You know, you almost definitely do. Yeah, I think that's probably plausible, but also hilarious. I like that he's um, fondling the bristles. You know, coming from a Quidditch background, we used to we used to have bristles on our brooms, and they gave us broom burn. Bristles on the brooms, so I literally can't handle that. Oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh no! There you go. Please don't. Email us to tweet nope. us or Instagram nope. us anything about especially not stuff. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, make sure to tag Sequoia. <laughs> no. It didn't take long for him to come violently. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. No, not even a little bit surprised. Nope. All over the broom handle and a little on the floor. Cormac quickly tucked himself back in his trousers, propped the broom back in the corner. He's just gonna leave it. <laughs> Duh. And stumbled from the room on shaky legs. Once he was in his own dorm, Cormac collapsed in his bed and proceeded to have the best night's sleep he'd had in years. Oh, good. Yeah, isn't that nice? <laughs> that isn't is that nice. nice? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Harry Potter awoke the next morning. The next morning, Harry Potter yes! woke. What are you? You yes! like you reading over my shoulder? No, absolutely not. 
see, this is the thing is I can't make predictions beforehand. Uh, but we're in the middle of it. Exactly what the next sentence is, apparently. <laughs> the next morning, Harry Potter woke up from a strange dream he'd been having. The git McLoggin had been dancing with a struggling Hermione in an elaborate ballroom while Ron had jumped up and down in the background screaming, Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> he, Harry, on the other hand, had been engaging in lewd acts with his firebolts? Acts he was quite sure were illegal throughout most of the world. Why he was having sexual dreams about brooms was beyond him. Though when Harry went flying later on that day, he wondered why his hands kept sticking to the handle. The end. Uh, <laughs> I love this story. Um, what? I love this story. I love everything about this story. Why is it called precious? Um, at one point, he refers to the firebolt uh, as if it were the one ring. It's a Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, I was like, okay. I was, I was I torn when I, <laughs> when I was doing my prediction. Uh-huh. I wondered if it was a Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah. But you still, but like, what do you think, no, think you would have ever got no, any part no, of that? No. <laughs> I was, oh my God. Right? When I found this story and I was like, Cormac McLoggin is the main character, I'm fucking in. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, he's just so amazingly awful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's you know what? It's 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 kind of upsetting that this uh slots really nicely into canon. Yep. <laughs> Some of you're like Yeah, okay. Plausible. I can see that. Plausible. I can see that from him. And you know, what did I say when we started about what I like in a fan fiction? Canon compliance. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Um, we've uh, we've been staying away from like more hardcore stuff so far. I mean, we're only we've only done three episodes so far, but I mean, there's right. so much of it that it would be easy it's, to do it every episode. Yeah, not not only could we not avoid it, yeah, but like it's such a huge part of yeah. There's yeah. like I don't know. There's like a lot of storied history to of course erotica. Um, I would so. say that all of my predictions were wrong pretty, yep. Uh, yep. pretty solidly. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Is there anything we want to... <laughs> Do you need to, like, go take a shower? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, with the air conditioning being off, I just feel very... Ooh, it's a little Ooh. steamy in here. Ooh. got steamy. So, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, now that the stories are over, I have a recommendation for everyone. Um... To go along with the sexiness, this story is also a sexy story. It's called Hot as an Oven. (laughs) (laughs) It's a uh, short story about um, Sirius, how Sirius makes Harry's birthday cake for his 14th birthday. (laughs) Okay, that's... So you should uh, read it. Everyone should go read it because I'm going to go read it because what? (laughs) Sirius makes Harry's birthday cake and then does it with someone. It's Remus. <laughs> can we can we talk about how they're my non-canon OTP? Um, 
my one true pairing. If you looked at me and you were like, hey, Sequoia, what's my non-canon OTP? I would have been like, obviously it's Sirius and Remus. I don't know why we're having this conversation. (laughs) I love them so much. Um, Awesome. Well, everybody go read that. It's really good. Um, The Um, link will be in the description of this episode. As per the usual. Yeah. Um, Coming up here, we do have, so this is going to be released on September the 11th. Yes. And then on September the 21st through the 23rd, it is Salt Lake City Comic Con. What? What? I'm super looking forward to attending. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. We will both be there. Yep. I will be speaking on two panels, a Quidditch panel and a debate panel where we will be debating if Snape is a hero or not. So come watch her. I'll be there watching her probably and probably heckling like I do. Definitely heckling. You know, come have a strange interaction with us. Say hi. Uh, yeah, say it just like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Hi. And then we'll be like, oh, my God. Oh, a person you. listens to our it's podcast. You. Hi there. Hi. Cool. Um, As per the usual, you can find us. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Fanatical Fix. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you're thinking about how we're doing. I don't know. Sure. Say that Cormac is your favorite character. And definitely tell, tell us, us why. That. <laughs> I want to hear about it. Oh, no, wait. Tell us the reasons that Ginny doesn't suck. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Give us a long list. I want all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also just like send us like 80 tweets. You can just tweet the list to us one at a time. That's fine. reasons why you guys are wrong about Ginny and Draco. Want it. Send it to us. Do it. Give tweet it to it me. At us. At Fanatical Fix. You can find the podcast at SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and maybe some other podcast aggregators. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably some other stuff. You never know. You never know. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks um, after we're done with Comic-Con. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah. Our thanks as always to the Whomping Willows for the use of our theme song. It's their amazing song, Wolf Star. Bye. See you then. Bye. <laughs>